The Biden administration vetoed a bill that directly impacts pre-retirees, retirees, and frankly, anyone saving for retirement right now. The veto preserves the Labor Department's ESG rule. We'll dig into the particulars and how you could be affected on today's show. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe, of course, a fiduciary, independent of uh, Murphy Wealth Management is where you'll find him. MWMfinancial.tax is the website. And uh, so much is going on. Uh, hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well, Steve. It's, uh, you know, we keep saying we have a wild environment and just keeps getting crazier. But, you know, we got our <laughs> ear to the ground and making moves where we can and just trying to protect our clients and get ready for what's next. Well, let's talk ESG. Uh, this is something that has certainly grown in. Uh, well, I think people are beginning to be aware of what it is because, uh, you know, a year ago, people didn't understand at all what it is. So what is it? ESG means what? Okay, so ESG, again, is a, is a label. And what ESG is, is environmental, social, and governance. So we're looking at a label on here, and it's, it's basically a rating score for publicly traded companies to see if they qualify for that, you know, sought after ESG tag. So in a nutshell, that's what it is. And, you know, most investors, when ESGs first started coming out um, on the market, Steve, in the form of ETFs or, or passively traded funds, um, the ESG tag was put out there and everyone thought, you know, we had a, a, a fuel or a fossil fuel elimination fund. We had, you know, the conservation on the environment everybody out there, I think all our radio listeners can agree is, you know, we don't want to lose this beautiful earth. You know, we have to be more environmentally focused. Sure. Of course, there's people that may take advantage of that situation because everything is always not exactly what it seems. And I'd like to break this down today yes. so we can go back and forth, talk a little bit about yeah. ESG, some pros, some cons, and really get our radio listeners some knowledge on how these funds work and what's real, what's not, and everything that's going on with our government with ESG funds and the 401k plans. Let's break all that down and get it out there. All right, Joe. One of the things that was just curious about that I read um, was, okay, so if I've got ESG in my 401k or if I have ESG funds in my 401k, my hands are tied. I can't really do much about that. Is that right? You mean that in, invested in your 401k? Yeah, yep. yeah as, as an option. I mean, that's, you know, if you want to get exposure to, to the market, um, you're going to have to invest in that ESG fund. And the big hoopla that's going on in, in the government right now is because ESG funds um, typically charge a lot more for management um, than traditional mutual funds or traditional ETFs. They're going to charge a lot more for that specialization to rate these companies, include them, um, so as portfolio managers, as there was a migration um, over the last 10 years to some of these passive funds, the fees were extremely low. So this presented an incredible opportunity for Wall Street to represent the same type of investing style with a tag that allows them to charge what? more and that equals more profit um so not everything is as it seems with esg you got to be real careful steve we really started investigating the socially responsible funds and the environmental funds when they first came out and what we noticed was on the literature the sales literature there were words such as sustainability you know um, fossil fuel mitigation things like that out there that really seem to appeal to most of us and say you know what this is something that i want to be a part of this is something that i want my money to go towards 
unfortunately, um, for us and for all our clients out there, we started reading the prospectus. And what okay. we saw was not exactly the same as the uh, the marketing materials that were out there. And unfortunately, the rating system in the ESG is really what's at stake here with our government. And as we saw, President Biden vetoed that bill, and it looks like the House GOP failed to override it recently. So we are still stuck um, with the ESG being a part of our 401ks retirement plans. And I think that's a big deal for a lot of people, Steve, because there's really most people's retirement plans, there's not a ton of options. So when you're faced with a target fund ESG or, you know, an ESG ETF and, you know, it looks good, it's going to help the environment, of course, you're going to invest in it. Um, but what we've seen um, throughout the performance of these is, you know, a triple fee is really going to erode, especially in a down market is going to erode on those profits. And what is our government? What have they been talking about with the SECURE Act, the SECURE Act 2.0, an effort to get Americans to save more in their retirement plans? But if we're loaded up on these high fee ESG and the actual ESG is not really contributing anything to our, you know, improving our environment or very little, um, it, it's kind of double talk. And that's where I think people need to look under the hood. Kind of like Steve, I, I don't know a lot about cars. So, you know, cars aren't my thing. I drive mine A to B and that's it. I take it over to the mechanic and I trust that the mechanic's going to do the repairs that are necessary and nothing more. I don't really check under the hood until I see what? Maybe a, a bill for like a thousand bucks. Then right. I might go get a second opinion. This is one of those cases where you want to look under the hood you know, read past the marketing fluff and really look what these funds do and what they propose that they accomplish. And sometimes those two things are not the same and consumers need to be aware in this environment. You need to be informed. And that's the one reason why we do not offer ESG uh, mutual funds or ETFs at this firm. It doesn't make a lot of sense to put my clients into something that's already actively managed that's going to have very limited diversification because there's only so many companies that have that ESG tag. And remember, we're getting rid of energy. Um, they're going to be very highly loaded on tech because tech is the most, um, they've, they've, they've definitely partnered the most on this ESG movement. So the tech companies, obviously, with the last two years of performance, these ESG funds have ripped, but really any tech heavy fund would have ripped in the last couple of years. So sure. looking at performance and looking at what's going to come, especially with energy primarily being excluded from these ESG funds, you know, you really got to look under the hood and you got to, before you invest your hard-earned money on something that you think is going to happen, make sure that you know. Yeah, absolutely. So here's my question, Joe, um, one of many. I've got, so I'm wondering if you say the fees are higher in these ESG funds, yep. so does that mean my profits are less? Yep, that means your profits are going to be eaten into. You know, same Ugh. thing we talk about, you know, with high investment management fees or those some of these variable annuities with really high fees. Um, it really doesn't show much during a bull market because you're what? You're making money, right? So you're looking, oh my gosh, I'm doing this environmentally great thing. Um, I'm making money. Where the high fees really rear their ugly heads is in a down market, which, you know, we don't know for sure what's coming next. But these ESG funds, usually like what Warren Buffett, you know, always said, as when the tide goes out, you get to see who is swimming naked, mm -hmm. you know, are these ESG funds next on the chopping block and who's really susceptible, you know, our retirement, um, 
investors that, you know, they have the lion's share of their money invested in these 401ks. And when you only have limited options like an ESG fund, you know, that tide comes out. Unfortunately, some of these things might get exposed. And it's just because that tag, you know, that tag ESG, there is no universal system. Um, that that actually scores these companies on an ESG score. And that's the crazy thing about it. And I'll break it down real quick with, with a company. I read a, a very good article in the Harvard Business Review. And this gentleman was talking about, uh, that wrote the article, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola obviously uses a lot of water to make their product. Um, and back in, I think, 2012, they really started an initiative to try and uh, maintain the watersheds that they were using for water all around the globe and really, you know, taking this initiative seriously. Um, unfortunately, they weren't accounting for all their water usage. They were accounting for about 10% of it, the water that they used in cooling. So 90% of it was non-ESG. However, Coca-Cola maintains one of the highest ESG scores out there. You tell me what's real and what's not. Does that yeah. make sense to you? Not at all. No, no. So again, you know, I hate to say the lipstick on a pig kind of deal. But again, you got to look under the hood and see what these things really are. And again, we are not against the environment. I am a woods guy. You know, I yeah, love right. the outdoors. And I, and I think there might be better ways for our general public really to have an impact on our environment, because the amount of money that would have to come into these ESG funds to have a real impact on our environment is in the trillions each year. You know, that's a lot of money to pop into these ESG funds. These Wall Street fund managers are like, yeehaw, let's go. Let's get more ESG. And our government just signed off as, yep, these things are sticking around. So just be very wary of where you invest your money. And I'm not saying that every ESG fund is bad. That's not what we're saying here. What we're saying is do your due diligence. And if you're not sure, that's when you call a fiduciary to say, hey, can you break this down for me? Can you help me understand it? That's what my job is, is to make all this technical jargon out there, all this industry jargon make sense so you can make a good decision based on your beliefs, your ethics, and make sure that you're investing your money the way that you want it to affect you and our world. Well, I, and again, well said, Joe. And, and uh, it, this has become kind of a hot button issue. And um, uh, well, let's check in with Ted Cruz. Uh, he was talking with Stuart Varney. This is his take. I want to talk about impacting folks at home. This is your retirement that Joe Biden has said his politics matters more than your retirement. Yeah, exactly. And he's perfectly happy for you to take the hit. The Senate stood together with a bipartisan vote yes. yesterday and reversed this and said you ought to be able to save for your retirement without politicians impacting and hurting your savings. All right. Summed it up quite nicely, I thought. I think so too. You know, he hit the he hit the nail on the head with what's real and what's not. I don't think the government should be deciding how we invest our money. I just don't believe in that. And you know, that's up to each individual investor. But to have that limitation and to say yes, these things are going to be there and this is what you need to invest in, I just think that's the wrong way because I think there's there's more things wrong than right with the ESG movement. And again, whenever there's money, you always have to go to the roots. And that's one thing we do at this firm, Steve, is we look at the roots, we look at the data, and we look at the money driving behind. And these ESG things, I mean, they took off in such popularity. I know the one BlackRock fund got like $1.2 billion of investment, the fossil fuel reduction fund, in the first day. So how many investors that were putting money into that really took time to read the prospectus and understand how 
that fund was going to benefit fossil fuel reduction. Sure. You know, probably not many. It's just the name. You know, a lot of them say sustainability over and over and over again. But when you get into the guts of it, there really is no substance. And that's where I, we want to warn our, our investor public, just say, make sure you do your due diligence. We're not saying it's a good investment. We're not saying it's a bad investment. Just make sure you do your research. And if you're not sure, we can answer questions and help you break that down. Well, folks, if you'd like to have your questions answered, now be the time to give Joe a call. He's got some spots for you on the calendar. Let's fill them up, Joe. Absolutely. So we are all about risk management at this firm. Our split concept retirement plans for investment management, portfolio management, and maximum income levels in retirement will work regardless of market conditions, interest rate levels, or even the political environment. Don't leave your future up to chance. Next 10 callers are going to receive a complimentary assessment, including a portfolio review and that income maximization plan. Don't miss out. Time's ticking. Steve, give them that magic number to call. You got it, 800-930-5905. It's a great opportunity for you to, well, really get a financial roadmap put together and, and a financial review showing you where you are now. But more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-930-5905. Again, 800-930-5905. Quick break for us. We're coming right back. We've got a lot more to talk about here on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. When we come back, we're going to finish up talking about the ESG rule and also some more about the market updates coming up next. We're back on Wealth Health Radio. Joe Murphy's here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Joe, of course, Murphy Wealth Management, and uh, he is an independent fiduciary investment advisor representative. Um, for uh, for more than 20 years, you've been helping folks, Joe. And and I got I, I alluded to this at the beginning of the last segment too. But you, because of your you know 20 plus years doing this, a lot of what you're seeing is you've lived through similar things. I am a firm believer, Steve, in cycles and patterns. And I do believe that cycles repeat, obviously, you know, history repeats and, you know, it doesn't happen the exact same way, but boy, can we use some of the past events as indicators to try and predict what's going to happen in the future. But everything cycles in this world and I don't think our economy or market are any different. So that's really what we focus on is trying to gain clues or, you know, gain, gain a little bit of knowledge from what's happened in the past or past experience to help protect our clients in the future. And it's been a really good recipe. No one out there can time the market, Steve. It's impossible. It's proven as folly. Um, but what we can do is get defensive at that right age when that time horizon is shrinking and that retirement red zone keeps creeping up and creeping up. That is not the time to be all in on NASDAQ. That is the time to make sure that you protect what you have. We love to grow money here, but we also want to make sure that we're protected in environments that are uncertain. And right now, it's pretty uncertain. We don't know which way it's going to go. So at that time, I always default towards protection. I like that. 800-930-5905. It's a good idea to, to again, yeah, protection. Um, so we're going to go through some things, or red flags we're calling them. And these are things that an advisor, if you might, are meeting with an advisor, or maybe it's your current advisor, when they say to you, there's no risk at all with this investment. It's safe. <laughs> no risk. <laughs> 
Okay, that that's a real good one. Um, yeah, walk away. Everything <laughs> has pros and cons. Everything has risks. Even U.S. Treasuries, um, as the banks found out, from duration and interest rate risk. Um, so everything out there, you know, any type of account that you have at a bank is obviously, you know, going to maintain solvency or not. You know, these are the questions. But everything's going to have risk. What our job as investment advisors is to do is lay those risks out so you can understand: is this a risk? worth assuming to get the reward of this investment or potential reward. That's the way we lay it out for our clients, but you have to address risk. There's nothing out there, guys, that does not have, have any type of risk. It just doesn't exist. So if someone's telling you no risk at all, um, walk away because they're lying. <laughs> they are indeed. So this is another one. So if someone says to you, hey, my plan, it's perfect. It's the same as everyone else's because <laughs> it works. We know this. We've tested it. Steve, these are awesome, by the way. Um, yeah, and that's like a one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter plan, and they've tested it, of course, on every single one of their clients that exactly. walks through the door. Um, but Steve, I'll tell you, that's why we do organic planning here, um, because things change. Does life happen in a vacuum? Mine doesn't. I don't know if yours no, does, not, but not at all. <laughs> you know, it throws curveballs at us. Things come out of left field. A concrete plan is silly. It doesn't make any sense. There's going to be legislative changes. There's going to be social changes, economic changes. You can't have a one-size-fits-all plan. So if you're finding yourself filling out a form that looks pretty standard, and then all of a sudden you get your, you know, your beautiful financial plan, and it's cookie-cutter... It's probably not going to be worth anything in three to five years because the game's going to change. Your life's going to change. All this stuff's going to change. Organic planning. That's why you want to have an advisor that you can have a relationship with. So you can call them and say, hey, guess what? I just hit this lottery. Or you know what? Unfortunately, my mother-in-law passed away. These are the things that we want to know about. We call them life events. They're very important. And to have that communication line open with our clients, once we're aware of what's going on, we can adjust their plan on the fly. That's the way we do it. I'm not saying it's the best way, but we are not cookie cutter for sure. Well, and here's another red flag that um, if you feel pressure, if you feel like you're, you know, hey, if you don't buy this particular product right now, it's not going to be here tomorrow. Yeah, and, and then but you're sitting in front. Of, no, you're you're sitting in front of a sales guy. Yeah, you know that's just a tech. That's a sales technique, and yep. I think you know most of our radio listeners are intelligent enough to see that coming ten miles away. And if you feel pressure, you shouldn't feel pressure from an investment advisor. What we are is educators. You know, we show our clients what's out there. We have unlimited options out there. You know, I can use bank products. I can use annuity or insurance products. I can use investments. We can use structured products. There's no limit to what we can use. And I have no allegiance to any of those. So we don't pressure our clients. We educate them on what's out there. I always make a recommendation of what I think is going to be the best fit for their concerns. But we open up, we open it up for them to make a decision based on their life, their needs, their ability to assume risk. That's how we like to do it. And I think it's proved to be a really successful formula and one reason why our firm continues to grow. Sure. And uh, another red flag to uh, watch out for is um, you don't have any idea what you're paying in fees. For example, my four, if I have a 401k and I've been contributing and, and uh, I look at the, the, the quarterly report and I say, well, there's no fees coming out of this. I don't pay fees. 
Yep. Well, guess what? There is a very easy correction to that because of the DOL fiduciary rule in the plan comparison worksheet. So make sure, like I said, and that fiduciary level guy should be the bottom rung of care. But any type of movement, especially on on an IRA or qualified account, we have to do a plan comparison. And we like to do that for all our clients so they can see, hey, these are the benefits of what I, where I am. This is the fee that I'm paying now. This is what Joe is proposing. This is the potential fee. So you can see before and after. Simple. It shouldn't be disguised. You shouldn't have to look through 30 pages to find out what your fee is or <laughs> not have it listed on your statement. You see a dollar amount instead of a percentage. You know, it's really hard to compute, but we see it all the time, Steve. We have mm-hmm. people have no idea what they're paying in investment management fees or retirement plan fees. We break that down for our clients so you can make a good decision. How much is it going to cost me to go with Murphy Wealth Management? Am I saving in fees? That is something that we feel is important to make a good decision based on a relationship and the information has to be provided. If it's not, walk away. I mean, again, to me, it's like you said, it's about education and it's about a conversation and you getting to know the client, the client, you, I mean, it's a a team effort. I mean, you're doing the mechanics, you're doing the math, but you're doing it for someone who, you know, is looking forward to retirement. Yeah, Steve, it's it's a partnership. It's a partnership. And that has to be, you know, I have the expertise and the experience with retirement planning, with investment management, but I need that client to give me the communication. I need to have that relationship. That's why we always talk how important relationships are. This is the reason why we have to have that communication to help our clients. The more communication that we have, the better we can serve them. Well, and, you know, just like a game of Texas Hold'em, I'm going to go all in with this investment. Yep, I'm thinking crypto. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We see that all the time because you know what? You see stuff online. You see stuff on social media. You get the braggarts out there saying, you know, I made 10,000% on this investment. You should do the same. Again, it's, you know, it's a bait. You know, usually when when people are touting those types of returns or, or a home run hit, either it never happened and there's no proof that it happened. Real easy to Photoshop stuff, Steve, these days. Oh, yeah. Um, make sure you have documented. If you want to see what an investment advisor's, you know, performance is or you want to see, you know, where where you're at, you know, you can always look at the 13F. It's it's a public document. You can take a look. So if you're looking at, you know, a company and you're saying, you know, how are they performing? You can look at the 13F and you can see. Same thing with investments. Look to see what you're jumping into before you make that jump. Same thing with social media. Since there is really no regulation out there and anyone can post anything, one time I had a, I, I had a quote probably a couple months back from a VP at a cybersecurity company, and she had a, a quote that stayed with me, Steve. She said, 90% of everything that you read online is a lie. It's a narrative designed to sell. And I've always that's always stuck with me wow. because I find it true because clients will send me stuff. Hey, is this real? Is this not? And nine times out of 10, 90%. it's a farce. It's false. And it has no factual basis or it's just a straight out lie. So be very careful with where you get your information. That's why people do like to go to fiduciaries because we have that ethical and legal obligation to do what's in our client's best interest over our own. And, and yes, that and uh, plus you you also talk to us about risk tolerance and asset allocation. And if the advisor you're talking to is not mentioning that, you need to leave. Yeah, that's shut the door, (laughs) shut the door. Yeah, risk tolerance, especially because, you know, if someone has, you know, $400,000 and it's their life savings and they're sitting, you know, in an aggressive investment, 
you know, a market tumble, if that advisor isn't trading correctly, that could result in devastating losses. You know, that's every, that's someone's, you know, nest egg. That's the lion's share of their savings. You can't take that risk. So if someone isn't adequately understanding what your real risk tolerance is, you know, to, to calculate it, and it changes, you know, it changes with your, with your life, your risk tolerance in your thirties is going to be very different than it is in your fifties. That goes through retirement as well. Your risk tolerance should change. And that's why, again, that communication is so important and critical that we remain on the same page with risk tolerance with our clients. So again, if they're not assuming risk tolerance and time horizon, you walk out the door, shut it, lock it, say goodbye. And make sure that your questions do get answered. And, and if I could say one thing, don't be afraid to ask a question. Um, and I know that sometimes sitting with an advisor, you might feel a little intimidated. Don't sit down with Joe. I promise you won't. No, and that's that's a great that's a great point, Steve. There should be no intimidation. You know, the days of stuffy brokers are are over. Though you know, the talking over and all that. We're educators, and you know, at least at this firm that we are, and we you know we have a very friendly environment. But we like to talk. You know, I'm a talker. I'm, I'm you know radio host. I like to do that, but I also like to have conversations, real substance conversations with our clients, so I can understand them better. You know, this job is very fun. I get you know more insights sometimes from my clients about life and the world than I give them an investment advice all day long. So that's part of the benefit for me is that communication. I love that. And our clients appreciate it more because we know what's in their best interest. They've told us. So we know what we're working toward. We have that communication. I think that's what separates us from a lot of the larger uh, investment advisors out there that everyone's just a number. I think you're absolutely right, Joe. Folks, if you want to not be a number, if you want to just be a person, sit down with Joe. Now be a great time to call. We've still got some spots available for you. Yep, we're going to take 10 callers this week, guys. It's busy, busy, busy. But remember, the focal point of right now is risk management. And if your time horizon is five years or less to retirement, do you want to take the chance of a negative outcome? Our split concept retirement plans for investment management, maximum income levels, work regardless of market condition, interest rate levels, or political influence. Don't leave your future up to chance. Steve, we're going to do next 10 callers. They're going to receive a complimentary assessment, including portfolio review, income max plan. Don't miss out. Time's ticking. Give them that number, Steve. 800-930-5905. That's really what it's all about. It's a chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And it is just a phone call away at 800-930-5905. We do have some spots available for you if you make that call today while you're thinking about it. 800-930-5905. You're going to get that financial review and you're going to have a roadmap to help guide you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. Again, that's 800 930 5905. We have to take another quick break, but we're coming back. We will continue the show. Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy right after this. When we come back, we've got some listener questions. That and more right after this. Wealth Health Radio. Joe Murphy's here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sorrell. Joe, of course, Murphy Wealth Management, and uh, he is an independent fiduciary investment advisor representative um, for uh, for more than 20 years. You've been helping folks, Joe, and and I got I, I alluded to this at the beginning of the last segment too. But you, because of your you know 20 plus years doing this, a lot of what you're seeing is you've lived through similar things. 
I am a firm believer, Steve, in cycles and patterns. And I do believe that cycles repeat, obviously, you know, history repeats and, you know, it doesn't happen the exact same way, but boy, can we use some of the past events as indicators to try and predict what's going to happen in the future. But everything cycles in this world and I don't think our economy or market are any different. So that's really what we focus on is trying to gain clues or, you know, gain a little bit of knowledge from what's happened in the past or past experience to help protect our clients in the future. And it's been a really good recipe. No one out there can time the market, Steve. It's impossible. It's proven as folly. Um, but what we can do is get defensive at that right age when that time horizon is shrinking and that retirement red zone keeps creeping up and creeping up. That is not the time to be all in on NASDAQ. That is the time to make sure that you protect what you have. We love to grow money here, but we also want to make sure that we're protected in environments that are uncertain. And right now, it's pretty uncertain. We don't know which way it's going to go. So at that time, I always default towards protection. I like that. 800-930-5905. It's a good idea to, to again, yeah, protection. Um, so we're going to go through some things, or red flags we're calling them, and these are things that an advisor, if you are meeting with an advisor, or maybe it's your current advisor, when they say to you, there's no risk at all with this investment. It's safe. <laughs> no risk. <laughs> Okay, that, that's a real good one. Um, yeah, walk away. Everything <laughs> has pros and cons. Everything has risks. Even U.S. Treasuries, um, as the banks found out, from duration and interest rate risk. Um, so everything out there, you know, any type of account that you have at a bank is obviously, you know, going to maintain solvency or not. You know, these are the questions, but everything's going to have risk. What our job as investment advisors is to do is lay those risks out so you can understand, is this a risk worth assuming to get the reward of this investment or potential reward. That's the way we lay it out for our clients, but you have to address risk. There's nothing out there, guys, that does not have, have any type of risk. It just doesn't exist. So if someone's telling you no risk at all, um, walk away because they're lying. <laughs> they are indeed. So this is another one. So if someone says to you, hey, my plan, it's perfect. It's the same as everyone else's because <laughs> it works. We know this. We've tested it. Steve, these are awesome, by the way. Um, yeah, and that's like a one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter plan, and they've tested it, of course, on every single one of their clients that exactly. walks through the door. Um, but Steve, I'll tell you, that's why we do organic planning here, um, because things change. Does life happen in a vacuum? Mine doesn't. I don't know if yours no, does, not, but not at all. you know, <laughs> it throws curveballs at us. Things come out of left field. A concrete plan is silly. It doesn't make any sense. There's going to be legislative changes. There's going to be social changes, economic changes. You can't have a one-size-fits-all plan. So if you're finding yourself filling out a form that looks pretty standard, and then all of a sudden you get your, you know, your beautiful financial plan, and it's cookie-cutter... It's probably not going to be worth anything in three to five years because the game's going to change. Your life's going to change. All this stuff's going to change. Organic planning. That's why you want to have an advisor that you can have a relationship with so you can call them and say, hey, guess what? I just hit this lottery or you know what? Unfortunately, my mother-in-law passed away. These are the things that we want to know about. We call them life events. They are very important. And to have that communication line open with our clients, once we're aware of what's going on, we can adjust their plan on the fly. That's the way we do it. I'm not saying it's the best way, but we are not cookie cutter for sure. Well, and here's another red flag that um, if you feel pressure, if you feel like you're, you know, hey, if you don't buy this particular product right now, it's not going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. And, and then but you're sitting in front true. of... 
<laughs> no, you're you're sitting in front of a sales guy. Yeah. You know, that's just a tech that's a sales technique. And yep. I think, you know, most of our radio listeners are intelligent enough to see that coming 10 miles away. And if you feel pressure, you shouldn't feel pressure from an investment advisor. What we are is educators. You know, we show our clients what's out there. We have unlimited options out there. You know, I can use bank products, I can use annuity or insurance products, I can use investments, we can use structured products. There's no limit to what we can use and I have no allegiance to any of those. So we don't pressure our clients, we educate them on what's out there. I always make a recommendation of what I think is gonna be the best fit for their concerns, but we open up, we open it up for them to make a decision based on their life, their needs, their ability to assume risk. That's how we like to do it. And I think it's proved to be a really successful formula and one reason why our firm continues to grow. Sure. And uh, another red flag to uh, watch out for is um, you don't have any idea what you're paying in fees. For example, my four, if I have a 401k and I've been contributing and, and uh, I look at the, the, the quarterly report and I say, well, there's no fees coming out of this. I don't pay fees. Yep. Well, guess what? There is a very easy correction to that because of the DOL fiduciary rule yeah. and the plan comparison worksheet. So make sure, like I said, and that fiduciary level guy should be the bottom rung of care, but any type of movement, especially on, a, on an IRA or qualified account, we have to do a plan comparison. And we like to do that for all our clients so they can see, hey, these are the benefits of what I, where I am. This is the fee that I'm paying now. This is what Joe is proposing. This is the potential fee. So you can see before and after simple it shouldn't be disguised you shouldn't have to look through 30 pages to find out what your fee is or <laughs> not have it listed on your statement you see a dollar amount instead of a percentage you know it's really hard to compute but we see it all the time steve we have mm -hmm. people have no idea what they're paying in investment management fees or retirement plan fees we break that down for our clients so you can make a good decision how much is it going to cost me to go with murphy wealth management am i saving in fees that is something that we feel is important to make a good decision based on a relationship and the information has to be provided. If it's not, walk away. But, I mean, again, to me, it's like you said, it's about education and it's about a conversation and you getting to know the client, the client, you. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a team effort. I mean, you're doing the mechanics, you're doing the math, but you're doing it for someone who, you know, is looking forward to retirement. Yeah, Steve, it's, it's a partnership. It's a partnership. And that has to be, you know, I have the expertise and the experience with retirement planning, with investment management, but I need that client to give me the communication. I need to have that relationship. That's why we always talk how important relationships are. This is the reason why we have to have that communication to help our clients. The more communication that we have, the better we can serve them. Well, and, you know, just like a game of Texas Hold'em, I'm going to go all in with this investment. Yep, I'm thinking crypto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we see that all the time because you know what? You see stuff online. You see stuff on social media. You get the braggarts out there saying, you know, I made 10,000% on this investment. You should do the same. Again, it's, you know, it's a bait. You know, usually when, when people are touting those types of returns or, or a home run hit, either it never happened and there's no proof that it happened. Real easy to Photoshop stuff, Steve, these days. Oh, yeah. Um, make sure you have documented. If you want to see what an investment advisor's, you know, performance is or you want to see, you know, where where you're at, you know, you can always look at the 13F. It's it's a public document. You can take a look. So if you're looking at, you know, a company and you're saying, you know, how are they performing? You can look at the 13F and you can see. Same thing with investments. Look to see what you're jumping into before you make that jump. Same thing with social media. Since there is really no regulation out there and anyone can post anything, one time I had a, I, I had a quote 
probably a couple months back from a VP at a cybersecurity company. And she had a, a quote that stayed with me, Steve. She said, 90% of everything that you read online is a lie. It's a narrative designed to sell. And I've always, that's always stuck with me wow. because I find it true because clients will send me stuff. Hey, is this real? Is this not? And nine times out of 10, 90%. It, it's a farce. It's false. And it has no factual basis or it's just a straight out lie. So be very careful with where you get your information. That's why people do like to go to fiduciaries because we have that ethical and legal obligation to do what's in our client's best interest over our own. And, and yes, that and uh, plus you, you also talk to us about risk tolerance and asset allocation. And if the advisor you're talking to is not mentioning that, you need to leave. Yeah, that's shut the door, <laughs> shut the door. Yeah, risk tolerance, especially because, you know, if someone has, you know, $400,000 and it's their life savings and they're sitting, you know, in an aggressive investment, you know, a market tumble, if that advisor isn't trading correctly, that could result in devastating losses. You know, that's every, that's someone's, you know, nest egg. That's the lion's share of their savings. You can't take that risk. So if someone isn't adequately understanding what your real risk tolerance is, you know, to, to calculate it. And it changes, you know, it changes with your, with your life, your risk tolerance in your thirties is going to be very different than it is in your fifties. That goes through retirement as well. Your risk tolerance should change. And that's why, again, that communication is so important and critical that we remain on the same page with risk tolerance with our clients. So again, if they're not assuming risk tolerance and time horizon, you walk out the door, shut it, lock it, say goodbye. And make sure that your questions do get answered. And, and if I could say one thing, don't be afraid to ask a question. Um, and I know that sometimes sitting with an advisor, you might feel a little intimidated. Don't sit down with Joe. I promise you won't. No, and that's that's a great that's a great point, Steve. There should be no intimidation. You know, the days of stuffy brokers are are over. Though you know, the talking over and all that. We're educators, and you know, at least at this firm that we are, and we you know we have a very friendly environment. But we like to talk. You know, I'm a talker. I'm, I'm you know radio host. I like to do that, but I also like to have conversations, real substance conversations with our clients, so I can understand them better. You know, this job is very fun. I get you know more insights sometimes from my clients about life and the world than I give them an investment advice all day long. So that's part of the benefit for me is that communication. I love that. And our clients appreciate it more because we know what's in their best interest. They've told us. So we know what we're working toward. We have that communication. I think that's what separates us from a lot of the larger uh, investment advisors out there that everyone's just a number. I think you're absolutely right, Joe. Folks, if you want to not be a number, if you want to just be a person, sit down with Joe. Now be a great time to call. We've still got some spots available for you. Yep, we're going to take 10 callers this week, guys. It's busy, busy, busy. But remember, the focal point of right now is risk management. And if your time horizon is five years or less to retirement, do you want to take the chance of a negative outcome? Our split concept retirement plans for investment management, maximum income levels work regardless of market condition, interest rate levels, or political influence. Don't leave your future up to chance. Steve, we're going to do next 10 callers. They're going to receive a complimentary assessment, including portfolio review, income max plan. Don't miss out. Time's ticking. Give them that number, Steve. 800-930-5905. That's really what it's all about. It's a chance for you 
you to get a true practical financial review. And it is just a phone call away at 800-930-5905. We do have some spots available for you if you make that call today while you're thinking about it. 800-930-5905. You're going to get that financial review and you're going to have a roadmap to help guide you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. Again, that's 800-930-5905. We have to take another quick break, but we're coming back. We will continue the show. Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy right after this. When we come back, we've got some listener questions. That and more right after this. Welcome back, everyone. Wealth Health Radio is where we are. Joe Murphy is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, Joe, of course, having a great show today. Joe, always your insight is so spot on to me. Um, and, and I just think that it's so important for folks to hear what you're talking about. And, and really, all you're doing is, you know, we're in a classroom and you, you're teaching us. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. Like I said, that's a history major background, Steve. And, you know, education is is in my family. Um, I love it. You know, I love what you, you I think you can feel the the passion. You know, this is what I do. I, you know, eat, live, dream, sleep this stuff. You know, this is what I pay attention to. And this is what I want to make sure that I'm adequate enough to steward our clients' money through really volatile environments like we're experiencing right now. You need knowledge, but you also need the ability to communicate and educate. And that's something that I feel that we're really good at at this firm is making sure our clients are aware of the why, why we're doing stuff. And I the think why. getting on that same page and staying on that same page mm -hmm. is critical in environments where, you know, fear may rule. One other thing I want to mention is uh, your Facebook page, and uh, because you do put some things up there. There was a great little quote this week that I enjoyed, um, and uh, and you put stuff up there all the time, uh, and it's generally very positive, inspirational, sometimes funny, uh, <laughs> but it's just go look for Murphy Wealth Management on Facebook and, uh, and check it out. Yeah, believe it or not, there, we have to deal with very serious stuff. You know, it's an intimate job that we have is, you know, uh, managing people's money, you know, that's about as intimate as it can get with some people. And, you know, you want to make sure that you keep it light when you need to keep it light. You know, I'm serious when I need to be serious, but I will tell you this, we also like to have fun. You know, we like to enjoy this world, enjoy this life. And hopefully our Facebook gets to share some positivity out there. Maybe it brightens someone that's having a bad day. That's the goal. And hopefully people uh, give us a follow and uh, we'll, we'll keep putting out some good content. I like it. Again, just look for Murphy Wealth Management on Facebook. Let's uh, jump into some of the these questions here, Joe. Um, Alice is up first. She says, I retired last year at 71, started collecting my Social Security benefits. My understanding is that I can earn up to $21,240 this year without any impact on my benefits, but I want to be safe rather than sorry. So I booked an appointment with you to come in and sit down and talk about it. What else can you do to help someone at my age? Well, Alice, I'm glad you booked an appointment and looking forward to meeting with you. Um, I got some good news prior to our appointment. We'll share this with our radio audience is you can make whatever you want at after FRAH. So you can make $10 million if you want. And it won't affect your Social Security benefits. Um, 
if you are under that full retirement age, um, they're going to deduct a dollar from your benefit payment for every $2 you earn above the annual limit. And as the question states that you wrote in, that 2023 limit is $21,240. There's also some caveats out there, like the year that you turn FRA age, you can earn a little bit more. I think it's 30 grand. Please don't quote me on that. This is Amber's forte on the social security uh, analysis. She is a professional at that. Um, but you can earn unlimited. Um, what else can we help you with? Income planning. I think that's going to be tax efficiency, income planning, making sure we're maximizing those social security benefits for you, Alice. But you know, if you want a side hustle or you want a part-time job, you can go out there and go get it. Um, you don't have to worry about income levels. You can make as much as you want after that FRA age. All right. 800-930-5904. Alice, uh, 5905. Why did I come up with four? 800-930-5905. Um, let's see. Bernadette has a question. Bernadette's, Bernadette says, I'm retiring at the end of this year. Now, I used a fee-based advisor five years ago to ensure I was on the right track to retire. Based on the prior analysis and goals, I've accumulated enough assets to retire as planned. What are the top five areas that I should ask my advisor to focus on now that I'm changing from the accumulation phase to the drawdown phase? That's a pretty good question. Wow, this is an awesome question, Bernadette. And, and your focus right now, when, when, when clients are making that transition from accumulating assets in their retirement plan and their savings, um, that's not the scary part. The scary part is trying to figure out what you can draw down and how risk averse you are. Are you in investments? You know, do we have volatility to deal with? You know, that 4% rule on investment drawdowns has now been, you know, um, relabeled the 3% rule. You know, do we use an annuity to maximize the income on this side? So income, I think, is going to be the big thing for you because what's going to give you peace of mind? Making sure you don't run out of money, making sure that you have enough assets to last for the rest of your life, whether that's to age 90 or to age 120. Um, and those are the things that we really want to focus on. So we have your income going. What's the most important part of receiving distributions? tax efficiency. How do we make those distributions stay more in your pocket than Uncle Sam? And right now, like I said, couldn't be more critical than to start considering tax planning for distribution. Legislation is on there. There's a lot of government spending, guys. I'll give you one guess where taxes are headed in the future. So tax efficiency is is Number one, social security planning. You know, we want to make sure that you've maximized those benefits. And then investment diversification on the account level, I think, is critical. Obviously, we've had the big scare with the with the banks and, you know, a lot of depositors pulled money. I think last week there was $160 billion pulled from small and regional banks. You know, that creates a lot of fear out there. Do you have account diversification so all your eggs aren't with one company that could be susceptible to something coming down the future? Again, you know, the Fed has reassured us that no matter what happens, they're going to make those deposits whole. Um, but again... That's why we want that diversification. So there are some key points, Bernadette, that we would really want to focus on, give you that peace of mind, creating that lifetime income that you can't possibly outlive so you can understand how to budget your retirement. Those are the big things. And then communication and getting that relationship going so we can see you to and through your retirement years. All right. But again, it sounds like she's uh, looking, she seems yeah. in pretty good shape, but she's looking for a little help. And uh, that seems yep. typical of someone getting even closer to retirement, right? Yeah. A couple of tweaks, Steve, that's, you know, some people don't need a lot. They just need to know that they are going in the right direction. And, you know, I like to give people that confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, those are really easy clients to work with for us. The overhauls, when 
when we get the trash bags, you know, of documents coming in, (laughs) or I don't know where any of my accounts are. Those are the, those are the fun ones that we really go down the rabbit hole. Um, But someone like Bernadette, you just want to have that confidence to know. That's why having a a plan, a retirement plan that you can hold on to is so important, but one that's not concrete, one that is organic that can move with you. 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905, Bernadette. Let's uh, jump uh, ahead to Eddie. Eddie says, I have been having a lot of anxiety when it comes to actually spending the money in my retirement accounts. I've saved for so long, worked so hard to build it. Is this a fairly common thing? And if so, do you have any suggestions on how I can calm my nerves and <laughs> just go spend some money? Eddie, just relax. <laughs> yeah, but but knowing what you spend, Eddie, it is actually fairly common. Um, like I said, we see two two polar extremes, either the yeehaw and they spend way too much, way too early in their retirement, and then they risk running out of money, or someone that doesn't get the most enjoyment out of those retirement years because they're terrified to spend. Guys, there's a middle ground, there's a balance, and that's why we have a job as income and retirement planners, because we can show you that income sweet spot that will make sure that you don't run out of money. That is the main thing, the main concern from everyone that comes in here for retirement planning. What's my income level going to be and will I ever run out of money? That is the number one, number two question that we have. And that's the one that we like to give peace of mind with our income maximization plans. So you know what you can spend. You match it up with that budget and you say, you know what, maybe I have three grand extra a month or two grand extra a month, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But you have that margin that you know what you can spend instead of guessing. You don't want to spend 20 years wondering, did I take take out too much. That's horrible. That creates anxiety. Let's alleviate that. Let's get you an income plan, get you in here, give you peace of mind and go attack that retirement and enjoy those golden years. 800-930-5905. That's the number you can call. And uh, Eddie, let's see. Christopher has a question. Uh, Saving for retirement in a brokerage account, not a 401k. Can I do that? I just started a new job at a great but small firm, and they have no retirement plan. I've worked for 28 years and have been contributing to a 401k. I want to finish out my last 8 to 10 working years with this company. Can I just save for retirement in a brokerage account with ETFs and mutual funds? Um, you can save in any type of vehicle that you want. There's no law against it, but do you want to? You know, Do you need the tax deduction? You can obviously start your own little retirement account. You can pop open an IRA depending on you know your earned income and how much you want to contribute, but you can max that out. Either maybe a Roth might be a good fit for you. So you can kind of design your own retirement plan if your company does not offer a 401k or a 403b or any type of retirement plan we can help you design your own um you know what sometimes the after tax may be beneficial especially if you're going to be holding on to investments long term you know then you're going to be having more favorable capital gains treatment as opposed to ordinary income on the ira and all the stipulations that from the government that comes with it remember on that qualified money iras 401ks they get to determine their share of your money at a future date. I don't like to leave that up for chance unless the tax deduction up front is worth it. So we can create a blend for you and make sure that you are saving effectively diversified on the account level, getting that upfront tax efficiency, but also not getting creamed on the back end from the U.S. government. Sure. And again, that that makes for a, a great strategy to just get him, obviously, to, to retirement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this this is what we do. And we can show you a couple different ways and we'll find your comfort zone and set it up just for you. And that's the thing with 
you know, a smaller boutique firm is, you know, we're custom, we're going to make it fit you. I'm not going to make my clients fit my model. We want to make the plan fit you. Sure. Let's see one more quick one here from Kelly. Uh, she says, what do I, uh, what to do when 401, a 401k isn't available and my IRA is maxed? I'd like to move the money I'm trying to save for retirement into some kind of retirement account. Any tips? Well, you know, a side hustle might not be a bad thing. Set up an LLC, you know, maybe a little uh, solo 401k, give you some really high contribution limits. If that's not a possibility, you know, there's many different avenues that we can take, but we don't want to load up on all these qualified plans for just the same reason that I told Christopher. Remember, you're going to have future tax obligations. So do you really need that upfront tax deduction, you know, to get that back end ordinary income tax on those distributions? You know, can you get more favorable capital? capital gains, if you're willing to give up that upfront tax deduction on that contribution to the retirement plan, um, you know what, maybe saving in an after tax account isn't the worst idea, especially if you can hold those for at least a year or longer to qualify for the capital gains. So lots of different things, but there's no lock in that says you have to save for retirement in a tax qualified plan, you can use after tax accounts just as effectively, and maybe even more so from a tax perspective and a tax efficiency on the distribution side. So lots of cool stuff we can do. Kelly, give us a call. We'll get you squared away. All right, Joe, let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today. Yep. Okay. So this is it for this week. And we are going to offer next 10 callers our split concept retirement plan. It's for investment management and max income levels. They're going to work regardless of market conditions, interest rate levels, or political influence. Don't leave your future up to chance. Next 10 callers are going to receive a complimentary assessment, including a portfolio review and an income max plan. Don't wait. Don't miss this. Steve, give our listeners that magic number to call. You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. A chance for you to get that practical financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. If you've been thinking about it, now's the time to make that call. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Joe, as always, my favorite hour of the week. It goes by so quickly, and I love your insight and certainly great information. Well, appreciate that, Steve. It's always a pleasure to talk and uh, already looking forward to next week. I can't wait to see what happens next. We'll see y'all guys next week. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 